0: Good morning, friends. It is Monday, January. What is today? January something. January 15th, 2024. This is the Cyber Smart Morning News Update. I am your host, as always, retired FBI Supervisor Special Agent Darren Mott. This is a quick look at the cyber news overnight. Actually, in this case, over the weekend, uh, not a ton of stuff. I mean, uh, unless I just missed it, which is certainly possible. I not going to say I paid a ton of attention to cyber news. Um, it was a big football weekend. I was a cowboy fans. so I was sad last night, which is probably why I didn't get this out overnight because I kind of forgot that I had to do it. So um, for the dozens of you that listen, this is a little late today, but hey, better late than never. So let's get right into it. Uh, from DarkReading.com, Becky Bracken reporting: SEC X account hack draws Senate outrage, and the only reason I'm even bringing this up, this is really not a new cyber issue. This is a probably my third time talking about this particular hack, just because of the. The joy it brings me to hear about this, to see this headline, because it's just so, 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 so much silliness. But senators from both parties called the Securities and Exchange Commission's lack of multi-factor authentication inexcusable, and demand an investigation into the regulator regulators' cybersecurity lapse. Mm-hmm. Following the SEC's X account formerly known as Twitter compromise and January 9th two senators have issued a statement calling the hack inexcusable and urging the inspector general of the US Securities and Exchange Commission to investigate the regulators failure to have basic multi-factor authentication protections in place exactly I said that the first day why didn't they have that in place uh, this is a quote additionally a hat the hack a hack resulting in the publication of material information for investors should have significant impacts on the stability of the financial system and trust in public markets including potential Market manipulation. Senators Ron Wyden of Oregon and Cynthia Loomis of Wyoming said in a statement, "We urge you to investigate the agency's practices related to the use of MFA and, in particular, phishing-resistant MFA to identify any remaining security gaps that, that must be addressed." And then they, you know, they go on some other stuff. But my point here: Why have an X account? Why does why does the SEC need a Twitter account? Are a lot of people who deal with the SEC looking for information from Twitter? That's my question, or X, whatever. That's my question. I mean, sure. Do I have X? Yes. I use it to, to read stuff, but you know, I don't exactly get a lot of information out of it other than and humor and whatever. So, uh, I mean, it's the government. What are you going to do? It just, it's just kind of funny. But along these lines, this brings us to our second article, also from Dark Reading. Uh, Hyundai MEA X account also hacked, followed by crypto promotion. The social media account for Hyundai Middle East and Africa was taken over to distribute cryptocurrency promotions. The Hyundai MEA account on X was briefly changed to impersonate Overworld, a role-playing game that is backed by the venture capital and incubator arm for the Binance Cryptocurrency Exchange. The takeover took place earlier last week and saw text and images changed on Hyundai's MEA's X account with posts offering registration to claim BTC domain. Specifically, registration was promoted for the BRC Launchpad, where the first 1,000 people to sign up would receive $100,000. I'm going to guess none of them got any money. It's not clear how long attackers had control of the account or if any direct messages were sent in that time. Hyundai MEX, MEA rather, was able to regain control of its X account and remove any offending posts. Netgear was also taken over to promote the same cryptocurrency registration and follow Google's cybersecurity operation at Mandy at temporarily losing control of its X account to cryptocurrency drainer on January 3rd. So the point here being, do you have... Well, here's my first question. I mean, how many of these companies really necessarily need the uh, X account? But whatever, uh, turn on multi-factor authentication. It is not freaking hard. It's unbel This is unbelievable. But if you, you know, be careful what you're reading. Obviously, online. I mean, there's disinformation is the big word of the year. So just be careful what you're seeing on X. And if you are into cryptocurrency and you're into uh, Investing, just be careful what you're reading, where you're getting your information. So, this is not going to be the last we hear of these type of attacks. All right, from the, can I get any more disgusting uh, file? This is from the record. Uh, hat tip to Corey Munson from PC Matic for making this one aware to me on uh, LinkedIn. Ransomware gang t- targets nonprofit who provide clean water to the world's poorest. Alexander Martin reporting water for people, a nonprofit that aims to improve access to clean water for people whose health is threatened by the lack of it for drinking and sanitation is the latest organization to have been hit with ra- by ransomware criminals. The ransomware as a service gang Medusa listed water for people on its darknet site Thursday night which was last week um, threatening to publish stolen information unless the nonprofit pays a $300,000 extortion fee, a water for people spokesman told recorded future news. The access data predates 2021 did not compromise our financial systems and no business operations were impacted. So that's good. If it's true, we're working with top incident response firms as well as our insurance company and hardening our systems with our security team to prevent further incidents. The attack follows a nonprofit receiving a $15 million gift from Mackenzie Scott, who is Bill Gates, ex-wife, Uh, I'm sorry, Jeff Bezos' ex-wife, rather. There's no evidence that water for people was specifically targeted because of this donation. The organization operates in nine different countries from Guatemala and Honduras in Latin America to Mozambique in Africa and to India, and aims to improve water access to more than 200 million people in the next eight years. So hopefully they fix their system. But this just goes to show that former entities like healthcare nonprofits that were generally... um, not real big targets of ransomware now it's, it's anybody can get hit um and i hope there's a special place in hell for these particular uh ransomware actors who did all this kind of stuff um if you go further in the article it does say that last september Save the children international had been hit by a cyber attack uh ransomware group um and so i mean they're just they don't care anymore they're coming for everybody does no matter who you are and obviously there are entities like nonprofit schools Healthcare that are huge targets simply because they just don't have the funds or the capabilities to do significant cybersecurity. The basics, right? The the threat intelligence, understanding who's targeting you, being able to do continuous monitoring of your networks. Now, fortunately, hopefully um, for this group, not a whole lot of damage done to them. But still, it's problematic, right? You your systems are offline. If you use it to coordinate efforts, coordinate volunteers, this is bad for you, and this is this is not good. So, um, yeah. So just obviously, you know, be aware. Uh, if you work for a nonprofit, uh, know that they're coming for you as well. This is from eBay. I'm sorry, from Wired.com. Uh, it doesn't really say who the, the author is here because it's a, it's a group of different stories. But it was just an interesting. It's just an. It was an interesting article with an interesting perspective that. Is it cybercrime? Well, there was a computer use, so maybe I guess I would call it. But anyway, the title eBay charged and fined $3 million for a bizarre stalking and harassment campaign that put bloggers through pure hell. Online auction site eBay has been ordered to pay a $3 million criminal penalty for harassment of a Massachusetts couple who were critical of the company in their newsletter and news site, according to U.S. Attorney's Office of Massachusetts. The file, the charge filed against the company followed the convictions of seven eBay employees and contractors in 2021 and 20. 2020. 2022, who in August of 2029 harassed and stalked David and Ina Steiner, who ran the e-commerce publication e-commerce bites. Executives at eBay did not like the critical coverage that eBay was getting. My goodness. The company's campaign against the Steiners included emotionally Physi- uh, psychologically, and physically terrorizing them, according to law enforcement officials. Prosecutors successfully argued that this included sending a fetal pig, a bloody pig mask, a funeral wreath, and live cockroaches to their homes. Publicly and privately threatening the couple online through Twitter accounts, they created and traveling to their home to install a GPS tracker on their vehicle to surveil them. My goodness. Craigslist posts were also made that invited people to sexual encounters at their home. The U.S. Department of Justice charged eBay with stalking, witness tampering, and obstruction of justice, and the company will also go under, undergo corporate compliance monitoring. Yeah, I'm sure that'll help. A statement of facts with a deferred prosecution agreement between prosecutors and eBay lays out a litany of abuse and stalking behavior. This includes plotting how to disrupt a police investigation, destroyed evidence. So this goes, it's a little bit longer. I'll read the whole thing. Uh, The company's employees and contractors involved in this campaign put the Victims through pure hell and a petrifying campaign aimed at silencing their reporting and protecting the eBay brand, said acting United States Governor Joshua Joshua Levy when the charges against the firm was announced. eBay's actions against us had a damaging and permanent impact on us emotionally, psychologically, physically, reputationally, and financially, and we strongly push federal prosecutors for further indictments to deter corporate executives and board members from creating a culture where stalking and harassment is tolerated or encouraged, the Steiner said in a statement online. The company also highlighted that e-commerce bites has filed a civil lawsuit against eBay and its former employees that's set to be heard in 2025. I hope they take them for hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. I mean, come on, being critical of a a site or a company is not the end of the world, but for some reason, eBay took it that way and went crazy on these people, uh, and I hope they suffer suffer wildly so there's that uh lastly scmedia.com steve zurier reporting fbot hacking tool targets major cloud services so everybody likes to put their stuff in the cloud because it's safer there right that's the big selling point if you put your stuff here we're safer blah 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 we know what we're doing we'll protect your stuff and ideally that is the case that's kind of what is what what these cloud services aws oracle um Google and stuff do, but a newly identified Python-based hacking tool called FBot has been targeting web servers and software-as-a-service technology such as Amazon Web Services, Microsoft Office 365, PayPal, SendGrid, and Twilio. Sentinel-1 researcher said FBot does not leverage the widely used andro ghost code but similar share similarities with the legion cloud info Stealer in functionality and design the re- researcher said fbot was primarily designed for threat actors to hijack cloud saas uh, and web services there's a secondary focus on obtaining accounts to conduct spamming attacks And bad actors can use the credential harvesting feature to obtain initial access, which they can sell to other parties. So, um, what else here of importance is there a way to protect it? I don't think I don't see anything here about how to, you know, prevent it, but, um, I guess ideally. Um, if you, hopefully these, these cloud services, see, I'm, sure, I'm sure they have all sorts of intelligence in place to be aware of these kind of things and can protect themselves and blah, 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 whether they do or not, is another story. Uh, we'll just have to kind of watch this going forward because this is kind of new. Uh, and we'll see if there's any victimization of these services because of this particular tool and the flaws that they have. Um, represent. As always, the articles mentioned in this podcast are listed there for you. If you want to read them, refer to them, talk about them, do what you have. As always, if you have questions, thoughts, comments, feel free to email me, darren at com. Find me on LinkedIn, find me on my sub stack, do however you want if you want to reach out for me uh, and you have questions or anything like that. Thanks so much for taking the time. I apologize if you can hear my dog barking in the background. He's having a conniption fit downstairs. I don't, I'm not sure why. If you can't hear him, just know that there's a dog barking and it's, it's really bugging me. But anyway, uh, enjoy the rest of your Monday. We will talk again on Tuesday. Know that if you understand the threats targeting you, you can assess your risk and then proceed wisely online. Thanks again for listening. Be well. Cyber Smart Morning News is written and produced by Cyber Guy Productions. Feel free to email thoughts, comments, or suggestions to darren at thecyberguy.com or follow Darren on LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash in slash Mott. Thanks for listening.